You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. So let's talk a little job, shall we? Mike Rowe, I, 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 I love, some, sometimes Mike will say something and you go, Mike, uh, no, what are you thinking? But most of the time you think, yes, you are right on, Mike. So I read his post and he's pissed at Wallet Hub and a 10 News out in California for reporting on it the way they reported on it. But his Facebook post says, when people ask me why millions of good jobs remain unfilled while millions of able-bodied Americans remain unemployed, I try to alternate my responses between a decline in work work ethic, an onslaught of unrealistic expectations, and our irresistible desire to reward bad behavior. But I think the biggest reason so much legitimate opportunity goes unloved is due to our bizarre obsession with separating good jobs from bad jobs. And there's no better way to discourage the next generation from learning a skill that's actually in demand than by telling them that certain jobs are bad and therefore beneath them. Consider the latest wisdom from the luminaries at Wallet Hub. For whatever reason, these arbiters of job satisfaction have taken it upon themselves to identify the best and worst vocations in America. To accomplish this, a cadre of experts were consulted as Wallet Hub compared and contrasted over a hundred entry level occupations across the key three key dimensions immediate opportunity, growth potential, and job habits habits hazards. Job hazards. I can speak. I can say that word. Next, because science is important, Wallet Hub identified 11 relevant metrics. Each was assigned a corresponding weight. Then each metric was given a value between 0 and 100, wherein 100 represents the most favorable conditions for a specific entry-level position and 0 the least. In this way, 109 different occupations were ranked from first to worst. I'm tempted to spell out the absurdity of Wallet Hub's methodology to show why the statistics they use are as flawed as they are irrelevant. Instead, I'm just going to post their top 10 and bottom 10 careers and direct you to their website where you can judge their methodologies and agenda for yourself. In the end, Mike says, at a time when society should be celebrating opportunity wherever it occurs, In all its varied forms, we instead shine a light on research that demonizes work, disparages the skilled trades, discounts the importance of dozens of good careers, and demeans thousands of skilled trade people. Madness. If I were just a little older, I'd be standing on the porch in my bathrobe, shaking my finger and saying, shame on you, Channel 10, shame on you, Wallet Hub. Sadly, no one takes angry men in bathrobes seriously. So I'm instead offering $400,000 of worth work ethic scholarships to people interested in pursuing the very careers in wallet hubs bottom 10 and what are those bottom 10 you ask well those bottom 10 welder 
floor assembler, plumber, boilermaker, carpenter, tool and die maker, automotive mechanic, emergency dispatcher, machinist, a drilling engineer, aircraft painter. Those are the bottom of the list. Bottom of the list for entry-level jobs. Think of that. And who is most important when you need them? The, well, I guess I guess the obvious answer is when you need them, man, they're all important. Number one on the list is engineer for entry-level job. Engineer. When's the last time you said, I need an engineer? Or a plumber? I'm guessing. Most of you listening have needed a plumber before you needed an engineer, right? So good for Mike. You know, look, Mike is a big proponent for jobs. And, man, I'm telling you, there are companies all over, and he knows this, that are dying for employees. And these entry-level positions on many of these jobs are going to be way more than your little nasty $15 an hour wage got to learn a little something, and then you got to work. We've all had, look, what I do for a living now is not manual labor. There's no, make. I make no bones about that. I'm happy that there's no manual labor. Okay? I don't want to do manual labor. All right. Have I done it? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, I have. Why? Because I needed a job, and I needed to feed myself, and I needed to feed my family. And I don't know. I mean, I, I, we've talked. I've guess we've talked about it before. But I mean, I've worked forever. I mean, I started working probably when I was eleven, ten or eleven, working uh, every Saturday. For Mr. Wallace, the guy down the street who owned horses and kept them at the fairgrounds, and we'd drive out to the fairgrounds and I'd clean horse stalls on Saturday and wash horses and take out horse poop straw and bring in fresh straw. That was my job, and I'll never forget after talking. And this old guy, Mr. Wallace, was an old, worked for the railroad. He was an old guy, World War I guy. Had, and, I remember him asking, you know, he needed me help, and we used to talk. He loved it because I was, you know, loved sports, and he was a big sports guy. And uh, fascinating, fascinating old man. I would love to talk to him now. And uh, so he asked me to do this, and I and he said, "You're going to have to ask your folks, you know, if you can, if I can take you out there, but we'll, you know, you can come out there every Saturday, and I'll pay you." So I go home, and my dad's sitting there, and I said, hey, Dad. Well, you know, Mr. Wallace asked if it was okay uh, if I, you know, worked for him on Saturdays uh, out at the fairgrounds. You told him yes, right? Well, he wanted to make sure that it was okay. You can go back down there and tell him you'll do it. There's no need for you to be standing in this kitchen now. Go tell him. You got a job? Get your ass out of here. 
I think that was probably my first actual job where I, you know, something was expected of me. And, you know, we had Anderson Cooper on the radio show yesterday. And he'll be on the TV show whenever Glenn interviewed him for the TV show. But he was on the radio show yesterday. And he was fascinating. What a nice guy. And a fascinating individual. And he talked about his, whatever, his great, 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 great grandpa or whoever it was. You know, the original Vanderbilt. And how he started at, well, I think he may have even said uh, 10 or 11 or something, uh, building a shipping empire by, he started by bringing people's stuff across the river, by rowing people's stuff across the river in a little boat. You know how you could not do that today? There's not a, there's not a regulation in the country that would allow an 11-year-old kid to row a boat across a river with somebody else's luggage and their stuff and deliver it to the other side. This is not going to happen. Why? All for your safety. All for your safety. I mean, it is, it's pretty amazing. But when you start thinking that I can't, I don't want to do that job. That job is nasty. That's the bottom 10. Ooh. Ooh, a plumber? Ooh, an automotive mechanic? So what happens when you need a plumber and an automotive mechanic? You hope that they're trained and know their business, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So why not it be you? Uh-huh. You can quote me on that too. Why not it be you? It's my new it's my new slogan. I mean, I now I'm thinking about all these jobs that I had just to have money. I, mean, I delivered pianos and organs. I worked at a radio station at the same time. I worked all through all through school. I didn't know a time where we didn't I didn't have a job. And it was just so I had some cash. I wanted money. I wanted my money. And now, thankfully, oh, man, wish I was a kid now. Because now the government just provides it, and it's all good. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. 